Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Good morning. Welcome to On The Pace on a Monday morning. Michael Guerin joining you for the next half an hour on a beautiful Sydney Monday. Hope things have started well for you. We're looking forward to some of the harness racing ahead this week. It is Regional Championships Final Week. That means the state, divided into the four regions, have had their heats over the last two and a half weeks. And we have the finals coming up this week, starting with Bathurst on Wednesday night. We'll talk to Steve Turnbull later in this half an hour about that. He and Bernie Hewitt have a dominant hand in the $100,000 final there. Then we move to Newcastle on Friday night for the Hunter Region final, where Vic Frost is going to join us on the show today. Vic, of course, best known as the man who trained Westburn Grant. These days, doesn't train too many horses. We'll find out what's going on in Vic's life and his chance in the big final coming up this Friday at Newcastle. What we might do, because Jack is out on the track, we might actually jump straight forward to Vic because Vic had... Uh, a horse qualify for the Hunter Region final on Friday night at Newcastle. The final is this week. And Vic, we haven't spoken for a long time, mate. It's nice to have you joining us on Sky Sports Radio. Good morning to you. Yeah, good morning there, Mick. Sounds like you're driving somewhere, Vic, but you're on the hands-free, so you're obeying the law. Where are you off to on a, on a Monday morning? Are, are you a busy horse trainer these days, Vic, or is it more of a case of it being a, a hobby and a habit at this stage of your career? <laughs> Mick, uh, yeah, habit might sort of fit it pretty good, mate. But, uh, uh, but yeah, like, uh, once you're in bloody horse racing, mate, you're there forever, you know. Well, let's talk about that, Vic, because a lot of people listening to the show wouldn't have heard from you for quite a while. And, of course, you had the great Westburn Grant. I don't mean to be rude, Vic, but since you're a male, I'm allowed to ask, how old are you these days, Vic? Well, I'm 81. And you're still training how many horses? Uh, nine at the moment. That's not bad, Vic. You're obviously keeping uh, yourself busy. Well, I'm too busy for me, but uh, not busy enough for Gail, my wife. He wants, he wants more, I want less. So, so tell me, Vic, is it a case that it's a professional training set up now? Or I see the horse, obviously, you've qualified this week. Um, he's owned by your own harness racing entity. Do you have many outside horses in the business these days? Uh, no, we don't. We don't train for outside people. Uh, we just sort of breed them. And these are all the horses we race now are the ones we've bred ourselves. Okay, you've got one called Scotch and Ice. He won his qualifier for the Hunter Championship on Friday night with Matt Elkins in the sulky. Yep. I take it he's going around in the final this week. When was the last time you had a horse in a Group 1, Vic? Oh, gee. I can't remember, to be honest. Um, it's got to be a long time. Yeah, is, is it exciting to be back in the big time, Vic? All right. For those who, who haven't seen those famous black and white colours for a long time, where are you actually training out of these days? Um, okay, it's a place called Sleepy Hollow. 
All right, you might have to elaborate a little bit more there, Vic, because I'm sure some of our listeners don't know where Sleepy Hollow is, or in fact, some people probably think it's a movie and therefore not a real place. <laughs> yeah, can I understand that? Um, yeah, okay. Well, it's, uh, it's near another place called Pottsville Beach, which is about. Uh, 25 kilometres south of Tweed Head. Okay, now that now we know we're, not, we're talking about Vic. Tell us yeah. about Scotch and Ice. What sort of horse is he? Because he's only a four-year-old and he won well the other day. He finds himself in the right race this Friday night. Yes, yeah. Look, he's, uh, he's, he's a nice horse. Um, you know, he's, um, we'd like him to be better than what he is, but, I mean, that's probably a bit of greed, but... No, he's, look, he's a nice horse, and uh, he'll go well. Uh, he'll, he'll give us what he's got, and uh, if he's good enough, well, then he'll, he'll get the prize. If he's not good enough, he won't, so we'll beat him, you know? Vic, about 30 years ago, you roamed the Australasian harness racing scene, conquering things like a Viking with Westburn Grant. You won two Miracle Miles and Inter-Dominion Championship. He was just a wonderful horse. Do you, what's your memories of those days? Is it the people? Is it the racing? Does it seem like another lifetime ago? Um, it sure seemed like another lifetime ago, Vic, uh, yes. But, um, yeah, look, it, well, it was, it was everything. It was the atmosphere, you know. I mean, having a champion horse, we travelled in the state uh, constantly and, uh, you know, over to New Zealand and all that sort of thing. And the challenge... Um, you know, because you don't know what's going to happen. You just hope everything's going to go your way. But before you go, it's like an adventure. You know, you might do it. You might not do it. Um, but you just hope. And you, you, you've got a horse that sort of you think he's good enough, so you give it the shot, you know. And that's what we've done with him. It was just like a, a an adventure, and, and, and you just kept going. You won this one, you won that one. And it was just... Um, it was fantastic times, you know. I mean, everyone knew who you were. You were enjoying your life. Uh, you were successful at what you were doing. Yeah, it was, great. it was a great time. He must have been an amazing horse to be part of because he was so big and so strong and so fast that he was quite intimidating for other horses. Yeah, well, we've been trying a long time to get another one like him, but we haven't got one yet. But um, that's probably... A bit agreed, but um, it'd be nice to get another one very similar. But uh, uh, that's not going to happen for me, mate. I'm going to run out of time. Um, but look, we're just enjoying going along with these others, which, are, um, you know, sort of, uh, this horse has sort of got a little bit of Westburn Grand in him from way back in his, his mother, like his grandmother and all that sort of stuff, you know. It must have been an amazing time to be involved in that era of harness racing, Vic. I mean, you're up against Master Musician and Christopher Vance, Franco Tiger. Um, I think you might have clashed with Jack Morris a little bit. Amazing horses is in an amazing era, and we don't seem to have quite that same concentrated depth at the top anymore. No, I don't think yet. It seems to, at one time, we all went, had up one race, they were all there, you know. You don't seem to get that now. I don't, I don't think anyway. So, Vic, these days, are you still obviously driving your own fast work? Um, do you drive at the, oh. the trials at all, Vic, or do you, do you actually still drive at the races at some of the smaller venues? Um, no, I, I don't drive, I drive in trials or races anymore. 
Um, I, but I do all the track work. And, um, uh, yeah, sort of Gail, she's, she's, uh, she's really spot on with everything, like, you know, gear and um, feeding and all that sort of stuff. She does all that. And, uh, you know, I, I sort of drive in uh, track work and, and jog them and all that sort of stuff, like, you know, and put the, put the odd shoe on that I've, you know, that uh, might be a tricky one, like a quarter track or all those sort of little things, you know, and, yeah, I sort of do those jobs. Uh, Jack, shortly we're going to talk to Jack Callaghan about his drives this week. You must marvel these days at so many youngsters. I mean, harness racing back when you were driving wasn't dominated by these 23, 24-year-old kids. But at the moment, Menangle seems to be very set up. Obviously, Luke McCarthy and Robbie Morris aside, seems to be very set up, Vic, for those young drivers on the front end of the field. It would have been a lot of fun to be doing that when you were 24. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and like these young fellas now, they 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 got the ball at their feet, you know, and and uh, you know, like you mentioned, young young Jack Callaghan, he's a lovely young fellow, like you know, and so I I know him personally, and uh, I know his father, and that, no, they're, they're they're lovely people, you know, so it's, it's great to see them young fellas kick on, you know. Well, Vic, it's great to see a not-so-young fella like yourself kicking on at Newcastle this Friday night. Did you ever once think about walking away from the horses and picking up the golf clubs or the fishing rod and doing something sensible with your life? Um, crossed my mind a few times, but um, I've got a wife who, who loves horses, loves racing, um, I've picked up the fishing rod a few times and had a few little fishing trips. Um, but lately, the boat sitting in the shed, uh, collecting a fair bit of dust. Uh, golf, I don't particularly like a lot of golf. I, I have played a couple of rounds, but um, it doesn't grab me like a bit of fishing. Mate, I tell you what, Vic, it's great to hear you're so healthy and happy, mate. Great to hear you're working nine horses. Um, a lot of people who had so much joy from, from horses like Westbury Grant over the years will be yelling for you at Newcastle on Friday night, mate. Thank you for joining us on Sky Sports Radio this morning. Pleasure being here, Mick. Good on you. That's Vic Frost, who is 81 years young and still training nine horses. As you heard, he did think about the fishing and the golf, and he thought, no, um, the horses are where it's at. And here's a horse in our $100,000 Hunter Region Final on Friday. So to run that past you again, the finals for this week. On Wednesday, we head to Bathurst for their big final. Then we head to Newcastle on Friday night. They have their $100,000 final, and we have the Metropolitan final at Menangle. That's on this Saturday night. And then on Friday during the day, so during the day on Friday, we have the Wagga final, which is the Riverina pacing final, and that's also for $100,000. So two on Friday, one on Wednesday, one on Saturday. Jack Callaghan, you are joining us today. I'm not sure if you heard the words there of Vic Frost, but it must be nice to know that one of the legends of the industry thinks so highly of you, mate. Yeah, good morning, Mick. I did catch the last little bit of that interview, and um, I caught up with Vic on Friday at Newcastle, and um, yeah, obviously very kind words from him. 
Mate, you've been a busy man. Um, on Saturday night, you were at Menangle, as you usually are, and another successful night for you. Let's talk about a couple of horses there before we head forward to your drives today. Firefox for Jason Grimson took out what was basically the free-for-all there on Friday night. Um, he's a horse who's come a long way in a very short time. Yeah, he certainly has. Jason's done a great job with him since he got him, and um, he's been very impressive in all of his starts, even when he has been beaten once. But um, he uh, he raced really well on Saturday. We were able to drive him with a sip when he was up in grade a fair way. He was only an 81 rater up in the free fall, like you said. So, um, and he was able to beat him quite easily, really. So um, he should have a pretty bright future. He's a horse who, when he was based in New Zealand, was a bit choppy in his gait. Um, I take it he must have strengthened up because when you're pacing those Menangle miles, there's no room for, um, shall we say, unsmoothness in a horse's gait. No, that's right. He, he has uh, got better with time. And, um, you know, his first ever start I drove him in Australia, he went 49 and he was quite uh, sketchy in his gait and, you know, he had the balance in pretty much the whole way, but uh, Jace has done a lot of work with him and trying to fix that, and uh, on Saturday was the best he's ever been, so hopefully he can continue like that. You took out the ladyship pace, um, the Guildford Leagues Club ladyship pace with the Honey Queen, who I'm very surprised Jack started $6. I mean, I know there's some pretty nice mares in there, but I think this is a really good mare. Yeah, so do I, Mick. She's you know, she's come over from New Zealand as well and um, she contested the ladyship mile, which probably just came a little bit quick for, for her. Um, she probably wasn't here quite long enough to have a solid effort into that, but um, since then she's had a little freshen up and um, she's won three on the bounce now, so she'll she'll be um, targeting the mares races in Brisbane over the winter and hopefully she can continue her good form. Just going back a week, um, a horse you know you drove the week before in the La Cucaracha, Aldebaran Ravani. Where's she at, mate? Because clearly the speed is there, but she's um, she's been a hard horse to follow, not only the last start, but at the back end of the last campaign. Yeah, last campaign, nothing went right for her in Melbourne. She she was real racy, and her gait wasn't quite as smooth that it had been up here. Um, she, she had a good spell after that, and um, has been working up a bit. She got rushed a little bit for that Lakula Russia, which probably just told out the last 400, especially with her type of racing style. She's um, quite up on the pace and wants to get about her business. So if you're not 110% when you're racing like that, it doesn't make it easy for herself. But um, she, she's had a little freshen up since then, so she'll just build back in her preparation and probably just focus on the mile racing around the angle where she likes to suit it more. Mate, you're off to Bankstown today in the second on the card, which goes at one forty-seven. First race today at six minutes past one, if you're having a play, punters. You're on number two, Tigerlicious. She's a daughter of the great Tiger Tara, and she looks a pretty decent type of a horse. Does she have the gate speed to lead for trainer Kevin Pazuto on the second on the card? Yeah, she does, definitely does. Her first start this preparation, she pounced out of the gate really well and was able to lead comfortably and uh, won well in that start as well at uh, Penrith. So hopefully with that better draw, 
than she had last week. Um, she should be able to take a pretty full position um, around Bankstown. Being up near the front would definitely be good for her. What's the confidence levels with her in the second on the card today? Yeah, pretty high. She she's a pretty nice little filly. She's you know she was beat by Water Concrete also in this race last start. But in saying that, um, he did get in front of us, and um, you know that was only a second start back from the spell. So hopefully he can stay in front of him all day. She'll take a bit of running now. And the next on the card, race three, you're on Yarram and Markov, again for Kevin Pizzuto, but you've drawn two on the second line. What do you make of that? Um, it's probably not the worst. You know, there's plenty of worse draws than two on the back line around Bankstown. And a horse that you know, has won a couple and then probably put in a few below par when doing a few things wrong and then uh, ran second last start. So if she can bring that form, she'll definitely be in the money somewhere. Miss a couple of races, then we're off to the fifth on the card. You're driving Ruby Baby for Michael Formosa, who's from up your way. Um, again, second line barrier draw. It doesn't look a daunting field, so you've got some chance. It is over the 2140. Yeah, that's right. The 2100 will probably be better for her from that poor draw, give her a bit of time to get into it. But um, she is first up, so she possibly may need a run. I haven't really spoke to Mick about where she has that fitness-wise, but um, her form, I would say, she's raced against probably a few better ones than this, so that might take her a fair way in this race as well. Mate, the regional championships have been a great addition to harness racing in New South Wales. Um, which finals are you driving in this week? I, I take it you're having a steer at Newcastle on Friday night and Menango on Saturday? Yeah, that's right, Mick. I qualified three for Newcastle and uh, one for Menangle on Saturday. So um, I'll most likely be driving fire out, bro, at Newcastle on Friday. He won his heat in the first round really well and um, you know, the two-week gap should suit him as well. He's the horse that race as well, fresh. And then I've got Let's Get Rockin' It, who won his heat last week at Menangle for the Metropolitan Division and I think it'll go pretty close to that as well. Mate, where is your old mate, your little mate, Spirit of St. Louis? I know he's heading for the Queensland Carnival. What stage is he at at the moment? Yeah, he's not too far away. He's, um, he had a good few weeks off after the Miracle Mile and um, he, he's building back really nice. He's ca- carrying plenty of condition and he's a little tank so he... Um, Seems really well in himself, and he's not too far away, so really excited looking towards Brisbane with him. All right, Jack, if the punters were going to have one responsible bet this afternoon at Bankstown, what's your best chance of driving a winner? Uh, I'd probably have to say Delicious from the good draw. Mate, it's always good to talk to you. Thanks for your time here, and um, yeah, great to hear the young and the old of it after Vic Frost was saying how much he'd love to be one of you young fellas out there burning around an angle every Tuesday and Saturday. So you've got some fans out there. Jack? Yeah. <laughs> no worries. Thanks, mate. That's Jack Callaghan. He's uh, doing a super job, and you get to get his thoughts this week on the two regional championship finals, the Hunter Championship on Friday night at Newcastle. During the day, we had the Riverina Championship out of Wagga. And, of course, we have the Metro final on Saturday night. The odds are available for the Metro final as we speak 
on tab.com.au. The other two yet to be drawn. The one which has been drawn and is awfully close is Wednesday. Wednesday night we head to Bathurst for the Western Final, also the Consolation. And Steve Turnbull, his daughter Amanda, and Bernie Hewitt dominate the Group 1. Steve, I think they've been a really good addition, these regional finals, and I think the fact that each region gets their own one for a hundred grand in a Group 1 has worked out really well. Yeah, I think so. Spread it around a little bit, and um, it should be a good series. All right. You've got uh, four in the final on Wednesday night, so your final goes at 8.10. Talk to me about the chances of uh, Tamanisha Terra, Mark Daddy, St Emilion, and Undesirable, because there's a lot for punters to work out here. There's horses that have all raced each other in the heats, and there's a lot of winning form. Yeah, well, if you looked at it in one of the four worst draws, I've got the whole four of them. Uh, <laughs> three, of, three are off the outside of the front, and the other one's on the outside of the second line. So, like I said, I couldn't have got a worse draws if I tried. Um and going on that, I think I'm going to need a lot of luck. Um, Bernie's horses and uh, Amanda. Amanda's are drawn really well. They're, they're going to be very hard to toss. Can you see Amanda, your daughter, getting to the front end of the field? She has herself and Isabel Ross driving Beale Street and Lyrical Genius. They, they are so often on the front end of the field. Is it a case you can see them getting toward the front and being really hard to catch? Oh, for sure. Um uh, but both of the girls like to go forward, so hopefully they start to hate each other and they can start attacking each other. It'd be really good, but I can't see that happening either. Um, maybe maybe you can try and create some sort of argument this week, Steve, just to get them on the wrong side of each other before Wednesday night. Yeah, it's usually with me is the problem if I start that. <laughs> um, All right. So so who's the horse for punters? There'll be, there'll be gallops punters and greyhound punters, Steve, listening to this, who, who may want to have a bet, but they don't know these horses. As unbiasedly as possible, fatherly bias out of the way and your own ones out of the way, you know these horses pretty well. Who's the horse to beat on Wednesday night in the big final race six? Oh, I think those ones are Bernie's. Both of them, they go really well. Um, uh, if they've got to sit up close and there's a bit of speed on... Um, they're going to be very hard to beat. And they've, they've drawn to get a position up a bit closer, whereas uh, uh, our, our fellows will have to go back from those doors because too much speed on the inside of them. So I think um, Bernie's will be very hard to beat, but in saying that, so will Amanda's. Uh, depending on the track too, uh, you didn't see many leaders get home the other night. Um, uh, it, it's, it is a hard course over that longer journey over further than the 2,000. Um, and you don't see many get home, especially on a heavier track. Um, but saying that, the weather looks like it's took up a bit, so it could be a fine track. So I think if a leader does win it, it'll have to get it. Steve, you've also got um, a bunch of other horses, and you've got a horse in the Constellation and Mr Hindmarsh and a few others in for the night. What's your best chance of our listeners getting a winner Steve, on Wednesday night out of Bathurst? Uh, I'm a pretty big fan of Mr Highmarsh. Um, he just hasn't has a lot of luck with the draws and things like that, but um, he powered home really good last week and he hadn't had a run for a while the week before and got caught in the death seat, over-raced a bit on a heavy track and uh, was still there on the turn and just weakened a bit in the straight. So he's probably one to follow.
Steve, earlier in the show, when you were probably on the track working, we spoke to Vic Frost. Vic is still training nine horses. He's 81 years old, and he was telling us how much fun it was having a horse who could go on the Grand Circuit in Westburn Grant and, and win the biggest races. You have had that same experience with Smooth Satin, with the Miracle Miles and the Interdominions. Is it one of those things that you ever think back on much, Steve, or is it a case you're always looking to work new horses and get new successes, or do you occasionally pull out, I presume, the videotape, I'm not sure if you've got it digitised, and watch those type of races again? Yeah, I give her a fair run. Um, yeah, um, no, look, it, it's a great part of your life. Uh, it's what you strive to do, and you meet some terrific people, uh, and you go, go out with people that uh, more competitive on the track, and you think, um, yeah, they're, they're very nice people when you get to know them. I end up very good friends with Vic, and um, and he was one of my idols as a young fella. Um, he, he could just um, he could train a horse, and they they were tough. And he used to drive McCording, and they went they went enormous too. When you think about how harness racing was then, you were able to win those major races from off the speed. These days, Steve, it seems very much not only through your own daughter, of course, who's setting all sorts of records, but from those younger horse people we've spoken to today, Jack Callaghan, we've spoken to with Cameron Hart many times on these shows. It seems that tight reins and getting horses up and running is very much the new style. Do you, does it feel different when you're out there, Steve? When you come to Menangle these days, does the racing feel enormously different from the smooth satin days? Oh, for sure. That's why I retired. Um, they they just jump and run now. And, um, yeah, I, I have had nice horses win in the bush and I take them to an eagle and they get blown away because they've just got that high speed and they're used to that sort of racing and they just keep keep peeling them off. As, um, and if they do get an easy one, they can get home in 26, so you've got no hope anyhow. Um, the old tracks and the smaller tracks um, that I grew up on. Um, it was a bit more tactics, I, I feel, um, and uh, like I think it's a younger person's sport now because they like uh, I'm not used to driving that way, just jump and run unless I've got a fair bit on. And uh, the, the kids seem to do it. Oh, I like call them kids. Um, they seem to do it and get away with it, and the horses keep running. Well, Steve, very disappointing knowing that you and Bernie Hewitt are the kings of Bathurst and you've ended up with three before four bad barrier draws on Wednesday night. I thought they'd treat you a bit better than that, but we're still wishing you the best of luck, mate. It's great to get your thoughts and great to see such such, such strong Bathurst final there on Wednesday night, mate. So good luck for that and thank you for joining us this morning. Good on you, mate. Thanks a lot. It's Steve Turnbull. Uh, we've scanned the, the spectrum of ages in harness racing today, 81-year-old Vic Frost. I think Jack Callaghan's about 21 years old. And Steve Turnbull's somewhere in the middle. And with all those different levels of great horses between them, the Westburn Grants, the Spirit of St. Louis, and, of course, the great Smooth Satin, we hope we found you a winner over the weekend. Let's go back over it. Today we're at Bankstown and Canberra. Tomorrow we're racing at Menangle. Wednesday it's the $100,000 Bathurst Regional Final. We head to the Riverina for their final at Wagga on Friday. Newcastle with Vic Frost having won in the final there uh, at the age of 81. That's on Friday night. And on Saturday, the Metropolitan final coming out of Melton. The market is open for that one.
Hope you've enjoyed On The Pace here on a Monday morning. If you're having a bet, do so responsibly. All the odds are available on tab.com.au. And we will be back with more On The Pace with Brittany Graham at 10.30 on Wednesday morning.